York, um, Boston, uh, California. So it was like that immigration thing was like all over, you know. But um, you know, and then a few, a few blocks moved to Philadelphia. Okay. And now the telephone book is filled with them. <laughs> but um, what, what year did you move? I've always one? been here. Always yeah, that's been that's my that's my memory. And my sister, she's a couple years older. Um, I tell her my when I dream, I'm on Newkirk Street in North Philadelphia. That's where you know that's my memory, and that's my home. No matter where I've moved, I always dream of being in that house on Newkirk Street. And my sister says, "No, we lived in another house. I have no memory of it." Mm-hmm. But I'm been like two years old or something, but um, basically I've been raised in North Philadelphia. Then um, my mother died when I was 12 years old, and so my second mother and my father moved from North North Philadelphia to Germantown, which I thought was like, God, a gorgeous place, trees, I mean grass, and oh my God. And um, you know, it's a different experience, really. So. What's your What's your What's your What, what are your early art memories? Art. Hmm. Um. I. That's a hard one. I always feel like um, from childhood on, it's like. Uh, like that need to make things, not even to draw the paintings, but just to make things, or um, if there's a problem, it's a problem in your life, you know, you want to make something that sort of solves that problem, even as a child, you know, so it's like, um, uh, I know like when I was in elementary school, I was like an alien, that's how I felt like, like, God, what is going on, you know? I realize now probably was like uh, 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 like sort of like what do they call it autistic but I just always felt like I was looking in on things you know what people were doing I had my own way of writing which was not the normal way of writing my earliest memory of just being very creative like beautiful scribble was when a teacher put a star on it and I knew I was in trouble <laughs> out of that classroom. So um, I know. So it's like uh, I think I've always used it as a language. Okay. You know, I think it really helped me, like in like just growing up and just I think uh, loving it and knowing that that's what I wanted to be. Like it really gives you that stability. Like this is who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, if you mess up, this is who you are. You know. So, um, and, uh, I don't know, a lot of different things I did, you know, being creative and making things, and uh, I think my hardest part was the school system, and I remember, like, creating one in my basement, creating a school in my basement, like, out of paper really strange, but I made like uh, 
all these little drawings of children and you know, like the whole school system thing on this one sheet of plywood. Okay. And it was in the center, it was like the principal's office, but I was the president of the school. <laughs> I, I was like everybody nine years old. Everybody answered to you. Everybody answered, and then my brother came down this step, I'll never forget it, so it's like this first memory. And he just looked at what I was doing, and he just blew it away. I mean, just like they say, half the puff, it was all paper. Oh, wow. It's like, God, how can that be? I mean, this is impossible. How could you do this, you know? But um, I just remember that. But uh, I don't know. I was always, you know, going to art classes. And then I think in the school system, that's the whole thing. In the school system, they had art classes mm -hmm. and art, you know. After school art classes, so after school art classes. Oh God! I mean, the school system then it was totally different because it's like a rounding, you know, going from math all the way around to reading, you know, whatever to art, you know. And um, so whenever there was a class, I was there, you know. I've got I've got some really fond memories of my of my first supportive art teacher. Mm -hmm. uh, who, who, who for you do you recall being your earliest encourager to, for, your, for your creative works? Uh, actually, I think it was that same day that I got that star on my paper. And I remember this uh, teacher, I think she was, uh, what is it, home, home, something, forget. Home room? Home room, um, not home room. Um, it home was ec? a, yeah, home ec. That's what it was. But homemade, not, not, okay, so when I was in school, homemade was something you took, like, in high school. Was this in high school? This was in elementary school. Wow, yeah, okay. and, you know, they had cooking classes for children. Hmm. And I remember she came and got me, and she was like, Barbara, you're a special person. Okay. I was like, okay, I already knew that. <laughs> so she was like, you are, you know, um, you're, you're going to be with me for a couple of weeks, you know, or however long it takes. And um, she gave me all these um, uh, different, um, what, projects to do. Okay. I was like, darn, you know, I'm missing all the other kids, but, you know, this is, so I think it sort of, it brought me out. I guess she knew what she was doing, you know. And I started reading and writing and everything so uh you know i guess um she was not an art teacher but she had that knowledge she was able to like you know like just really help me you know potential. yeah and uh that was the first one but the art teacher i cannot remember any of them mm. you know grade school uh, uh, difficult question but I and I always hear people say they remember a certain teacher and mm -hmm. but that that one teacher but I cannot remember her name I never remember her name yeah. and what about your family like were your your mother your parents I mean as you started to get a little older and continue to work I mean they were all so supportive, you know. That was the thing about my family. It was like they were always about, you know, the work ethic, you know, really work and um, 
just earn a living, you know, and just whatever it is that you do, really do it well, and, um, but I think, like, for me, I, you know, I just always knew I was an artist, you know, and they were very supportive of it. They never, you know, uh, they would always, whenever they introduced, whenever my mother would introduce me to her friends, she said, Barbara's an artist. I don't know if that was an excuse, but um, that was it, you know. I tried, I took up dancing and gave that up, and, but it was always, you know, painting and drawing and, and you know, and just seeing life like that, you know, when you explain things to your friends, seeing, you know, the way you see life and, and what you want to do and, um, I don't know, I guess it's just the way you think and feel, you know. Tell us a little bit about how you see life. I mean, how, well, you, I mean, how, would, you, how would you explain that? Well, I know as a child I always felt like, even though I live in certain neighborhoods, that I really lived on the planet. I always thought of the planet. I never thought of the neighborhood. I never thought of the community. It was always, I'm a part of the planet. And I just felt like um, I wanted to know people, you know. And all, you know, then it wasn't, you know, like being young, I didn't think of cultures. I just thought of so many people and, um, and the way people lived and, I don't know, just everything. And I was always running away from home trying to, like, meet people. But it was home by dinner time. Okay. So <laughs> But um, I don't know the way the way I, I God um, I think from an early age I always felt like the strongest thing beside nature is people, you know. So even with like the governing bodies and everything, I felt like if people really wanted something to be done, it's up to us. And I don't know, I always felt that way, and especially now. Work is really coming from, you know, and um, I think in the '80s I did a series that I, sometimes I try not to talk about that, but I did a series. I was like, even in the '80s, I know I was influenced by um, Japanese art, more or less the culture than even the art. And so I decided I was going to do this erotic series. And um, I did all the research. And everybody says, what research? I did all these, all of this research. And I did all these paintings. And that the one that you see, the dark agony, and that was the one, probably the last one that I have of the paintings. But um, that was when... It was a great series for me because I felt like, oh, this is wonderful. You know, I'm, I'm just finishing um, working in a project and a program called Model Cities. And, um, you know, so I really want to just do this because it's about, you know, love and whatever. And that was almost like my downfall. So that's a totally different, that is such a different area because nobody, Nobody really wanted me to do that series. Okay. I did it anyway. And um, 
to a university and maybe one of these days I should tell you that, but it, it was like very, it was a very emotional time. I think it was like um, a lot of the women loved the series. A lot okay. of the guys did not. They didn't want to do it. Yeah, they loved it. it and which one, which one is, is Dark Gods on the end. Oh, the big painting. The, the big painting. Yeah, the okay. big one. It was like uh, three large paintings, and then I did a couple of smaller paintings, but hundreds of drawings, and okay. most of the drawings were, were gone. But I, I just really, I felt like um, I wanted to create this, this, um, uh, I wanted to create these people that were African. Because I felt like I didn't, uh, I wanted to talk about all these people, you know, I just wanted to talk about people in general, I wanted to talk about African American people and love and on and on, and, but I wanted to create, uh, I felt like it was just something that I, you know, I felt like this would be really beautiful to do, you know, and um, so. A lot of the drawings that I did, I, I began selling them right away. I did a lot of uh, openings and, you know, people just, they seemed to really like what I was doing, but it was, you know, the under, underlying, uh, however you want to say it, like, uh, I was just told, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do this, you know, but I, I did, um, I spoke to some of the gay groups would mm -hmm. ask me to come and speak to them and it was like really you know it was just just a strange time you know and this was all before AIDS so you're doing all you know just doing all of this um, research on just people it's really kind of hard to just to, to describe but it was very strong. I really loved what I was doing. And although I was straight, I was still interested in what everybody else was doing. Okay. So, um, yeah, I was trying to figure my out parents to loved it. My <laughs> parents were like, my father was like, uh, you, uh, I said, I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be exhibiting this. He said, yeah, you're going to be exhibiting. We'll let us know how you make out. Right. But, um, you know, nobody really, I mean, people would talk to me about which really surprised me because I said, well, you know, I did all this research on, um, had all these books on, uh, on um, Japanese culture and it was called The Floating World and I felt that it was so beautiful that I was reading about these warriors who were learning about love and so I felt like that culture was like like really, a, you know, strong culture, and I was also looking at, you know, the uh, the fabrics and just everything about 
So I decided I was going to do an African. And, and that's basically what I did. And uh, were you going, were you in a, a loving relationship at this point? I mean, were you in a relationship that influenced? Yeah, that? probably. Yeah, okay. I was. Yeah, that really made me think. And then I was like, I'm like 20s, early going into my 30s. And I think that it was at that time that you just really feel that way, you know. And uh, I felt like, uh, God, just always, you know, you're searching for what is the series, what is this series going to be about, you know, what are you, what do you want to talk about? And so that's what I did. And, um, but coming from that series, people would just, you know, like when I would just, like, apply for certain art jobs, they would say, we want you, just no nudes. <laughs> no nudes, Barbara. Yeah, okay, okay, so it was like, yeah, you know, people see you in certain ways, but I just always totally ignored that. I never, I never let that bother me, but I can hear even now, like, people will go, oh, where are you news, <laughs> you know? And I think, like, in life, I really love people who really work it you know we have to work it we can't you can't just you know just what just move around things it's like we really have to really get into it because the truth isn't like out there you know they don't want the truth to be out there and I really just feel like um you know our culture is so strong but I also see it like moving away mm -hmm. and that greatly disturbs me but um you know i see the same thing as it relates to art so when you say mm -hmm. you know the truth is out there mm -hmm. you know i feel the same way as it relates to like artists like yourself when we have so many contemporaries that are you know getting out of school and getting mm -hmm. you know, acclaim and yet they mm -hmm. don't have the breadth and the depth of mm -hmm. you know and the uniqueness of of, of artists like yourself you mm -hmm. know um, but they, they'll learn, you know, that's the whole thing that you look at them. I look at Carol Walker, you know, I felt like, you know, I know that over time Carol Walker changes, you know. It's like, um, it's just life, you know. It's like you, there are people that are going to support you that will put you out there, you know. But you yourself have to grow, I mean, you know, and you can't. I mean, um, it's like uh, I, I, I love people that support people, but the people that support people have to know that those artists that you're supporting are going to grow, are going to say what they have to say, not what you want them to say, you know. And I don't know, it's always like with Carol Walker, I don't know, I don't know, like, it's always such a question, you know, they like, have you ever met her? Yeah, I met her. You know, I met her at um, the Fabric Workshop when she, years ago. And um, I went with her friend, Ife and I. Never forget, we do a lot of things together. But we went to um, uh, to the uh, Fabric Workshop and Carol Walker was doing this installation and performance. And when we got there, it was, 
like you couldn't get in the door with so many white people you couldn't get through them I was like darn so Ife was like I'll be right back and she got all the way up the front mm -hmm. and then she came back so quick I was like Ife what's up she's like Barbara I don't know I don't know Barbara I don't know I don't know how many it's not you know not a lot of black people are going to really be into this this is the you know and she was going on it's like ah. so Richard Watson comes over and he's like, Barbara, come on, I want to introduce you to Carol Walker. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. So I, I, I saw her mother and father, you know, it's like, well, you know, and I saw a coward, you know. And when he introduced me, what do you say to another artist? But keep up the good work. Mm -hmm. I said, keep up the good work. So I turned around and, you know, and she's like, oh, thank you, you know. And it was really nice. So I come back and I was saying, Ife. All my friends were saying, I said, I just met Carol Walker. I told her to keep up the good work. Yeah. Is that how you said it? Uh, mm. Well, they were like, keep up the good work. Why would you show it? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh -huh. being, being in that moment, you mm -hmm. know, I can understand that, mm -hmm. you know, not necessarily perhaps having your thoughts. Well, let's say the circumstances were different, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say it was a situation of an old old tradition mm -hmm. of um, the, the the elder greasing the scalp mm -hmm. of the of the young one she's at your feet and you want to have a conversation with her about mm -hmm. her work mm -hmm. and you just sitting there just the two of you what would you say i mean what would you to cower yeah if you if you sit um, there i don't know i always wanted to have that conversation yeah. i just wanted to talk to her and but i really feel like um because of what happened to me with the erotic series i know that feeling that what you're gonna do is people are not always gonna like what you're gonna do. I just put it like that. And and I felt like um, I would never, I'm not gonna be the person that say you shouldn't do this. I don't believe in that. I feel like um, if you're woman enough to do it, then you're woman enough, man enough to deal with whatever, you know. But, um, I also feel like, um, you know, like I, I feel like I would like to have that conversation, but I would like her to start out first. Oh yeah. Um, but I honestly do believe that things happen for a reason, you know, and things are not always, uh, maybe not always of our choosing, and I think that was that. That. Situation with Carol Walker, we always felt like, oh God, if it was our work, what would it be considered? You know, if we did that, you know, and you didn't have that support came from white people, mm -hmm. and it was, you know, and it was a statement that, you know, that when, you know, that that we always felt like um, that this is what they would want to see. And with Betty Saar and with, um, with another with artist. Pindell. Yeah, it was like really, and I could understand how they felt, but I could not have that battle with her. I just, I don't know, I just, you know, I mean, I've, I've seen images that, you know, I really question a lot, but God, I think in the arts it's so, it's strange. It's like really, 
it's almost like voodoo. You don't mess with it. You know, you it will come back to you. You know, you don't mess with it. You know, you can say this and say that, and then you're in the same situation. So, uh, I don't know, but. That's, um, I like the way you put that. The art world is like, like voodoo. Mm-hmm. You don't want to mess with it. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's, as, as big as it may seem, it's really a small, small world. Mm-hmm. You know, we're only one person at most disconnected yeah. from each other. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And so. And that's whether it's artist, patron, mm-hmm. you know, collector, just somebody showing up at the door. You just, you just never know. You just, you just you know? don't and know. And I know I had a conversation with. Um, There's a phrase that I had a conversation with uh, Kelly Willis, who used to be at Syracuse University. It's now in Houston, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she puts it as if she says, uh, she said, "I know you're black, but what kind of black are you?" Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. not all blackness is the same. Yeah, you know, kind of look at when, I mean, come on, I'm coming from the civil rights era, you know, you just, it was like brother, sister, you know, on and on. It's like um, you come up to this point and you just, you just, I I always will believe, you know, regardless, you're my brother, regardless, you're my sister. But I also know that history, and it was always that question. It was just, you can laugh at it now. It was like, well, I know that they're African American, but they're not really black. It was like, oh God, it was always that question, you know. It's like, um, no, you know, that is only, that doesn't even make sense, you know. But we have a way of doing that, you know. We had a way of doing that. Now, you know, sort of smoky, fuzzy area. But um, it was like, I mean, and you had all your, all the black artists. That was when we were doing all these big exhibitions and, you know, and we had our own questions. Mm -hmm. But um, Philadelphia was pretty strong there, and especially when I look at that history on Germantown Avenue. But uh, she's scratching something. But um, when I when I first looked at Cowher's work, what hit me was that this is not my history, though. I mean, I could I didn't see the history that I had always researched, that I had always seen, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't place what was going on in the work, and. You know, as much as I tried, but it was like, God, you know, why, why am I not? This is, this is working for me. You know, should I just leave it alone for a while and just, you know? But then it was always, you know, what when Betty Sarr came out and said what she had to say, it was like, God, why don't I, why don't I feel this? You know, why can't I? But I, I just, I felt like. Uh, that I couldn't relate to it. I felt that it was purely Kara, that this is what Kara wanted to say. This is how she saw the history that she knew, but not, I couldn't, I didn't see it like the history that I know, you know, and 
I think the other thing was all, all, all my white friends really love Kyle Walker. It's like, oh. But all my African-American people are like, mm. yeah. you know, so, it, so, God. Why do, you, why, do you, why do you think there's a stark contrast like that, you know? Because I'm, I'm a, and I'm really, we're, I really we're who we this. are. We're church. We're everything. We're just not, we do not like. Um, you see ourselves differently. Yeah, we don't, I mean, we don't see ourselves like that. You know, that is really, I, that's it. You know, it's like uh, our history is, our history is people, people that we know, people that uh, our ancestors, you know, that we know this is, um, this is just not the way we see ourselves or our people and But, like with Kara, it's like a whole, what, like a, um, like this creative, how do you call it, um, suffering, <laughs> I don't know, I, I, it's like, I don't know, I don't know, uh, I look at what she's done, how she's done it, and I think, wow, she, she's good at what she's doing. But I can't, and I think like everybody should be just allowed to do that. Say either you like Kyle Walker or you don't. That's it, you know. But it has been the biggest, biggest question seemed like for a long time in the art world. But uh, a lot of people will just look and say, uh-uh, and that's it, walk away. So I feel like, well, you know, they have every right to do that. And then there are those that ponder. But um, yeah. but then the other thing was that she really had a lot of questions open, you know. She really opened a lot of people sitting and talking about and, and, and how they felt about this work. And, and then the art world feels that is one of the best things happening, you know. You know, when you think about your legacy, your legacy mm -hmm. and your contribution, mm -hmm. what do you want people to to really know? is why I never change it to an African name, you know, I just like, okay, I, you know, love my grandfather, my grandmother, my, my family, you know, all those people that I didn't know, um, you always, that's the legacy that you're leaving for them, you know, that's, that's always so important, you know, and um, then I think that, I know, I think probably what goes up on top of it, the legacy is that I'm doing what I've always wanted to do, that, um, that I'm doing it all of my life. And that's like an achievement, because I remember a time when I would say, like, uh, God, am I going to be this artist? I'm doing the work, but am I, you know, am I going to be this artist? Am I really an artist? I think that whole thing of the arts is so 
extraordinary, you know, to, because you're so busy trying to make a living, like a lot of artists have stepped aside, and I'm like, you know what, I really, I want to be an artist, I just want to be an artist, you know, and I want everybody to know I'm an artist, you know, because some of them make a lot of mistakes, I blame it on being an artist, you know, but, um, uh, the legacy is like, uh, hmm, since we use that word, that's such a beautiful word, but to see the work and see themselves in the work and to be able to well, be inspired to do whatever it is that they want to do. But I think for, I, I think a lot about young artists and I think that, um, I don't know, I just don't want them to go so totally over there that they don't understand who they are, you know, that they can't do who they are. I mean, I even, I believe in science and electronics and all of that, but I want them to use what's inside of them, you know, not what really will look good on that, what do they call it? The, um, hmm, what is it called, Photoshop? Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, I just, I don't know, I just feel like being an artist is like, that's your gift. That's the gift that you were given, and that's the gift that you were given. And I don't think it's that complicated, you know? I just think that, um, with my generation, we waited for someone to write about what we were doing. I mean, we really waited. It was like, will it ever happen? Do we... You know, the newspapers will say, well, you know, there's, a, there's an exhibition here and so and so, but they never critique you. They never, it was like, yeah, you know, nice African-American work, you know. Um, and uh, for years, I mean, I was like, God, really want someone to like really look at what you're doing and write about it, write about, um, you know, just, because it exists, you know, that we are, we exist, you know, and not in someone else's mind the way they want to see you, you know, and that's the whole thing about um, the writers that we have now, you know, and, and uh, um, I'm going to like uh, symposiums where you have uh, these different writers that are talking about African American art, you know, and really powerful, really strong. Some of it I understand, some of it I don't understand, you know. But I'm so glad that it is such a study, and it deserves it deserves all of that, you know. It's so I don't know. When I think of my legacy, that's my legacy. I don't, you know. That's it, what I, what I do. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't use drugs. There was a lot of things I wrote this list down. Next to this list was my uh, resume. I only wanted on my resume what was going to be. I wanted to live for my resume, which was strange. It's like, I'm doing this show, this is going on my resume. I'm doing this panel, that's going on my resume. I'm selling this, that'll go on the collectors. And it was always like that. And I felt like, um, 
So all my friends around me, they were all getting high. I mean, I, I don't know too many people who weren't getting high. I had to not get high because I was the one that was going to find a trail home, you know? <laughs> and I was the one that got higher than anyone because I got the contact, you know? I was walking them in the trees and stuff. But I just felt like, okay, got to keep my head together. You know, it's a lot of things like I'm really, I'm going to, whatever I do, I'm going to be dedicated to it. You know, I'm going to really do it, you know. And so, you know, but when I read the lives of artists, they've done everything. But, I don't know, that was my choice. But um, I think I, I, I was fortunate. I was fortunate in this group of artists that I was telling you about, the Philadelphia I am so that I met them, that I, that they be, I became a part of their world, they became a part of my world. I was fortunate, you know? Um, and the fact that my parents just always said I was an artist, you know? Said she's creative, you know? That's why she spends time in the basement, you know? <laughs> I I would spend a lot of time in the basement in my own world, you know, like making things and doing things and like so it's that's the way it's been all my life. <laughs> mm -hmm. But the other thing I do know about artists artists God, I don't think they really grow up. I really don't. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm sitting around a lot of women. I'm just sitting here and I'm going like, darn, I'm going to be like that. <laughs> I'm like, I, I always felt that way. Like, uh, like you really, you want to hold on to like a lot of those things that, that childish thing that lets you just do what you have to do mm -hmm. and not, and not touch on that slavery thing where people want to tell you who you are and what you should do and on and on and it's like that freedom thing you know so I don't know I just, I just believe in that I think that's um, that will get me through you know especially if I have things to sell but that. is it is it is it um how how would you describe where you are in terms of um the balance of you know having your work at one you know where is that in terms of pricing mm -hmm. and where is that in the market versus mm -hmm. you know like you know the expense of living and you know aging and you know this whole thing yeah. how 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 you managing all that. Okay, uh, well, hmm, it's a struggle, you know, I'm, I think it's a struggle, I think unless you, unless you, the people behind you are, are rich or really supporting you and everything, um, I, I don't, I think when you want to survive, you don't question a lot of things, you just know what you have to do. And I feel like when I'm in my studio, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Um, I try to do, every year I try to do at least three to four to five exhibitions. 
and good ones, you know. Um, I'm trying to do more museum exhibitions at this point. And um, I think, like, I know it's so possible to get behind, but the finance group he doesn't realize. <laughs> so, therefore, you know, it's like, uh, I know, it's like you just, you try to sell work, you try to, I, I don't think I have a problem selling work. I think the problem is with the larger pieces, you know, that, um, but the largest, the larger pieces are survival. They're the freedom ones. They're the ones where when you, when you sell them, mm -hmm. then you can do so many other things, mm -hmm. you know, the small things like do cable. I don't have cable anymore. I can't, I couldn't, I was like, I was talking to a lady friend who was sitting here. She's like, Barbara, I said, I can't take another yellow hair girl. I'm sorry. Not on my, I'm not paying for it, you know. I said, I, it's not, I have to say it that, um, you know, there's some good shows on TV, but I'm not going to pay 100 and something a month to see one good show. You know, I said, it's not, it's not, whatever it's doing, it's not doing for me. It's mm -hmm. taken away from me, and I don't want that to happen. If I'm in my studio working, I have the TV on and something ridiculous is on, why am I letting that happen? So I had it turned off, you know, I only do the news. So, um, and I felt like at least with YouTube, you have a choice, you know. But with YouTube, I'm finding the whole world on there. But uh, that's how my cats come down. They do the whole thing all the way down mm -hmm. and they come. But, um... Yeah, it, uh, well, I I know there's a lot of artists that I know in Philadelphia, and they're trying to, because Sandy Webster stopped, you know, when she closed her gallery, a lot of them were trying to find galleries, trying to find, and basically what they're saying, they're trying to survive, you know, and, and the gallery means so much to a lot of artists having that for you. But um, I think survival, Survival here in Philadelphia is different than survival in New York is. Mm -hmm. And, um, I know, I, I think, uh, I think I do pretty well, but it's still a struggle. Only because I feel like, look, I, I, I've been on your website for years. I owe it to you. <laughs> so therefore, if you were anyone else, I'd go like, mm, you're not gonna, you know. I really, I mean, a lot of, like, a lot of universities, like, they call you and say, well, you know, we'd like to interview, and I go, like, I got to think about it. Yeah. Oh, not, come on, give me a break. These are students, and I know they need to do this work, mm. but mm, I, I'm in the studio working, so. Uh, you know, what's, 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 what's the sad part for me mm -hmm. is that, you know, more people, Mm -hmm. Don't take advantage of technology. It's like you know, you know, mm -hmm. because you want you want to capture the artist's voice. Mm -hmm. You want to capture the collector's voice. Mm -hmm. And in this day and age, there's no reason for there not to be documentation that's mm -hmm. publicly accessible mm -hmm. on anybody. You know, that's got something to share and something to say. God. Yeah. But um, writers are creative. They're creative people, and they're going to create, you know, if there's something that they want to add or do. So I've learned that. But um, 
you know, at a certain point in time, this is what you wish for. You wish for your own to do this. But at a certain point in time, the world is trying to interview you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really, um, it was like Temple University, and then it was like some other, it's like, God, I'm going to say, no, was that good? You know, mm -hmm. it's good that I'm saying that, but, um, the perspectives, uh, you know, I think, uh, well, what, what, what I hope is that because, you know, I come from a different space, mm -hmm. you know, and, and how I feel about my culture, mm -hmm. you know, being an artist, mm -hmm. being a dealer, mm -hmm. being a collector, mm -hmm. you know, and being someone who's really interested in us being presented mm -hmm. in a particular way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think, I think I would hope that you know, our conversation mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, it's, it's a little different, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, you, you know, you, you, when you say the word culture, you know, people didn't talk about culture. We're the ones that said culture. We're the ones that said legacy. You don't, um, you know, it's, it's like that. It's like, uh, when I talk to other people, they talk about their grandparents or whatever, or, um, they talk about what has been brought down in your family and on and on, but, and then when I talk to our people, it's our culture and our legacy. And because that's the way we think, you know, because that's what, uh, probably because, uh, definitely because of slavery mm -hmm. and all the things that you, God, I, I can think of all the things that my parents said to me that it wouldn't fly today, you know, mm -hmm. nobody's going to really see life like that, you know, and I don't know, but I, like, I wouldn't even, I, I showed you those paintings, I don't even, I know that I don't even do that, you know, I don't show anybody, I really, you know, but I feel like, uh, you know, like, like I felt comfortable mm -hmm. showing it to you. This is Najee Dorsey. You listen to another installment of Bio Talks. Be sure to follow Black Art in America at blackartinamerica.com and look for us on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And remember, you can always shop for art online at www.buyblackart.com.